All right, so can you tell me uh, your name, the name of your gallery? Um, yeah. Cool. My name is Nissa, and my gallery is the Living Gallery. Living Gallery, dope, dope. Uh, and how long have you know you been here, or Living Gallery been here? So I've been here. I've been in Bushwick area for around seven years now. I think mm-hmm. seven or eight years. And the Living Gallery started in 2012 over at the Loom, and then moved here in 2013. So we've been here since then. Cool. And you're a visual. You're an artist of a couple of mediums, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would, you, would you mind uh, <laughs> indulging me in like what some of those may be? Um, well, I've been drawing a lot more and painting. Mainly drawing, like my visual art. I feel more comfortable with drawing. And then um, I guess I'm a performance artist. Really? Too. Yeah, like uh, scream some poems now and then. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen you perform myself yet. Yeah. But I've seen you host. Yeah. situations where other people would do yeah. such dope um so what um all right so what led you to open in uh living gallery and like how did that work out you know um well basically um i've always wanted to do something well i've never really known what i wanted to do but i always wanted to do something kind of in the creative faculty and kind of wanted to create something, a platform for myself at least, that I didn't really need to decide in one direction, um, a multi-directional kind of um, thing. That's the way, I mean, growing up, I feel like a lot of people are like, you have to be, you're an artist or you're this, or like this word or, and like, that's the way my parents are both artists and they were very much like kind of ors. And so I thought that I had to choose one specific thing. And then I started getting this idea of having kind of this interdisciplinary, space and it seemed just like a dream and over at the loom I was thinking maybe I'll get a studio and focus more on my art and it just so happens they had a storefront available and they gave it to me for like nothing otherwise I wouldn't yeah otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do it so I started it there and um yeah honestly I mean I'd like to think that no matter what I, I would still be able to do it but I don't know you know if they hadn't given me such a great deal I think I was at that gallery uh, once with Chris Carlos. Yeah. Um, and I think there was something involving food as well, cooking. Yeah, we used to do, so when I first opened, we did, every, we said yes to everything. I still I still have a problem <laughs> with saying yes to pretty much everything. But when, when we first opened, we were doing cooking classes, kids classes, uh, dance classes. Um, and, and basically, I still do it, but now I'm a little more, um, I, give, I have like a spiel. I tell pr- people who propose things to me. Because it is a lot of work to get yeah. people to attend, right. but um, but yeah, I mean, we right now we're still doing. Um, we're probably gonna start a writing class. Like we do all different stuff. So. That's fine. That's fine. Um, all right. So like, you know, um, I, I remember I spoke with Keenan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he did something here last week. Mm-hmm. Because, um, yeah. We kind of focused on you know uh, on topics. Mondays. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Monday. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and I see that some of the. That was yesterday. Yesterday. Oh my god. Listen, listen, this is New York, yo. (laughs) That feels like. You do a lot of freaking events, yo. Well, yeah, yesterday we had two events, so. But yeah, yesterday was amazing. So Keenan, he organized. um, One of the things we've been wanting to do here, and we have done a few times, um, is having kind of like discussions about. Uh, you know, just uh, creating a positive environment, a safe environment for people to share thoughts anywhere between, um, you know, writing a resume to being abused to, um, you know, we've done like coat drives for a woman shelter down the street and stuff nice. like that as well. So things like that. And so he, he proposed a kind of workshop 
kind of like a mentorship of having women who've uh, experienced some level of adversity and have overcome it right talk about it and share that knowledge of how they how they overcame that to other people it doesn't even I mean his idea was kind of like to young the younger generation but mm-hmm. like anyone right. it's, it's inspirational to anyone so. right right well you know what I'm saying um uh, I think that's dope because having like a safe space for people to discuss things like that amongst uh, for you know forgiving understanding um, you know group you know what I'm saying um, totally. you know talk about certain things that aren't like you know uh, related to pop culture all the oh, time totally, you know, yeah. you'd be like people were often surprised by like how much of a difference something like that makes mm-hmm. um, you know all right so so all right so uh, what so would you so it's 2015 going on 2015 uh, 2016 <laughs> Right? Yeah. You know what year is it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like how like I know this kinda of like a general question, but like how has it been, you know, like even like emotionally from you know, from twenty twelve to like now? Because like, you know, managing I can imagine like managing the space like this and then engaging with the community as well mm-hmm. as you have, you know, I can imagine like it's like hard lessons you end up learning on how to like, move, move going forward, you know, kind of thing. So like um, so I'm kind of going to like let you choose how you want to chime in on what that experience has been like but because I'm just going to keep it general it's like yo how's it been yo yeah. you know what I'm saying like it's been fucking it's been hard um, and I've definitely learned a lot and I think I've gotten stronger I'm still I still trust people too much probably yeah. and I'm still like oh you know you're nice I love you let's be best friends right, you know right, and right. I, I should definitely be a little more um less open in a certain level but I feel like that's just not my style mm-hmm. um but yeah I've definitely learned a lot I when I when I st- first started the gallery because I've, I've done other projects like I went to Sri Lanka and worked with like tsunami victims Ooh. and kids yeah <laughs> alright so we're gonna I mean, talk about stuff like that too. I mean yeah I've been to India so I've, like, I've just traveled all over the world so I know what it's like to be like an outsider right. to feel right. like I'm blonde white like tourist you know right. kind of thing so I, I know what that feels like when I'm traveling but um, I wasn't really prepared as much to feel like that here in Brooklyn right um, right caught you off guard yeah especially because growing up I always felt like the outsider my family right. didn't have as much money as my friends I grew up on Long Island in the Hamptons which was like everyone was rich everyone right. was this I'm Jewish I, n- I just never felt like I fit in so right, it was really right. weird to all of a sudden have like a different you know, people thinking I'm rich and all this stuff. So right, right. that really caught me off guard. I knew that it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be hard to gain the trust of a community, any community, when you're when you're a new business. Right, I knew that right, was right. Hard, especially wanting to do kids workshops. Mm. But I thought like if it was free, people would trust. You know, right, trust, right. You know, like what's my alternative, <laughs> ulterior motive? Like right. I'm giving you free kids classes, Make like it free giving and you free come. supplies. <laughs> right. And people still, because especially not only is it. I'm moving into a new community and everything that's going on socially, racially, right. whatever. But also, it's that um, it's New York and it's right. Brooklyn and it's every man for himself. Right. No one trusts anyone. If it's right. free, there's a catch. Right, if it's right. not free, there's a catch. Right, right, if it's right. not free, people are probably more likely to trust you. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. So people just like, they, you know, it's, it, there's so many layers. And then within Bushwick itself, it's like, even within the Hispanic community, you know, or every, every layer of Bushwick, you know, there are Puerto Ricans who hate Puerto Ricans, there's Dominicans yeah, who hate Dominicans, yeah. and there's Dominicans who hate Puerto Ricans, and it's, it, there's so many layers, so it's like, uh, and then the history of Bushwick is, is also multi-layered, yeah, um, regarding you know, the Dutch, and then the Italians, right, and it's like, right. and so it's very, 
it's been hard for me and every word I say I need to like be aware of, of what I'm saying and I always make mistakes and I'll continue to make mistakes but like who am I offending now you know right I mean? right right um, right so I think if anything it's really taught me to just kind of like think before I speak on a lot of levels mm-hmm. um but it's just it's 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 a very tough yeah. tough place to be <laughs> no, no, I, I totally feel you and you know what I'm saying uh, and shout out to you for even like you know uh, for for toughing it out you know what I mean um yeah. You know, because like a, a lot of times, especially like uh, when you become a host of things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, you go to moderate things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Not even just being an individual day to day, but just in those contexts, yeah. it's like, you know, people gun at your identity a lot or your intentions a lot. Totally. And, you know, you got to really learn how to hold your frame and tough out those yeah. challenges and being willing to reflect a yeah. lot. You know, so that's one of the reasons why you also intrigued me uh, about, like, especially with the things you were like hosting here and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, so like we're, we're um so I definitely um, you know what I'm saying uh, uh, you know appreciate you you know letting me come through here and we talk totally. about some of this stuff um yeah. so let's talk about like just some of your experiences like outside of like the gallery you know just some of the things that I guess may or may not have played a part in inspiring you pushing you in mm-hmm. particular directions you know like can you tell me a little bit yeah. about that trip out there yeah well so basically I was a philosophy major uh, <laughs> in college. Uh, and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life at all when I graduated. And my mom, who's a magical woman, met a man who's, you know, who had a friend who had this. It was like all these weird connections. Right, so it was right. like, if you want to go to Sri Lanka, and it was at, it was after the tsunami, and it was like, and you want to do art projects with kids, you know, we'll pay for your plane ticket or something. And I was like, uh, I can't say no to this. Right, so I didn't, right. And I and I didn't even walk, you know, during graduation. I didn't know anyone there. I didn't know any what I was doing. I didn't speak the language, of course. So I think that was like one of the most amazing experiences ever because I was just thrown into classrooms mm. and again I didn't speak the language and a lot of the times they didn't even have art supplies mm. and um, I had to kind of like sign language like what I was doing wow. to them and, and I was totally alone so no one at the end of the day no one really knew what I did you know right. and um, a lot of other people there were doing were teaching English. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't one of them, so they thought they were like, "Oh, she's just teaching art, like or doing art projects. Like that's not a skill." Right, right. But again, regarding like gentrification and colonizing, oh my god, because it's like, who are we to tell them they need to learn English? You right, know what I mean? right, right. I mean, on one level, I think it's amazing to give them the opportunity. Right, right, right. If you want to, right. I mean, you know. And I mean, I met a man there who was like, because because Sri Lanka is a, a place where a lot of English people go. Um, I guess it's like a vacation destination for them. And he was like. Uh-huh. All the English people come over here thinking they're better than us, but they're no, no one's smiling. We're smiling. Right. And they were all smiling. You know, mm. everyone. So, I mean, it taught me a lot. And, mm. you know, just about this notion of, like, oh, it's better to know how to read. Oh, it's better to speak this language. Right, like, right. If you're happy, you're happy. And, you know, again, I feel like giving... I feel like one thing about English is, you know, it does open up a lot of possibilities for people to travel and stuff like that, you right. know, but again, I mean, who are we, who am I to say what right. you should, I don't even know what I should be doing, Right, you know? right, right. So, but that experience was amazing, and then immediately after that, I moved to London, actually, where I lived for, like, nine months, oh. and, and that was, like, the best feeling, like, coming off the plane from Sri Lanka to London, and I didn't know anyone in London, really. And I was just totally by myself, just like doing it. For real? Just yeah. like, so I like you, sold you, my I sold my grandma's car and got like three thousand nice. dollars. That's what that was like my 
like first month's rent or something. You know what I mean? Like so, like what were the people like as far as like meeting people and just start from scratch basically? Like were they like uh, what was that experience like? And did you and did you, what kind of things did you end up getting into while you was out there? Um, well, one of I mean I couldn't really work. You know, I did I did some painting and stuff, and I babysat, which was cool, and I got to travel through babysitting. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like culturally. It's really interesting because in London, people are very polite. And so, you know, they'll call you, like, you know, it's just, like, uh, culturally, that they'll call you love. Like, a little love, how you yeah, doing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're like, oh, this is so nice. Right, this is right, so nice. Right. But it's not that they're nice. Right, right. It's just the way they are. And so, <laughs> or, it's like, or, you know, yeah, you know, like, I immediately, I like, fell in love with everyone. And then I was like, oh, like, you're not being sincere. Right. So, that's another thing culturally is, like, New York, people might be rude, but at least they're being honest. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, so, right. that was something that was really interesting. But, mm. um. But I mean, London was cool. It, 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 it was, I think, one of the only other places I would live if I was in Europe because of its diversity. You know, it's a pretty right. diverse city. Right, um, right. Whereas opposed to like other places, I was just actually in Poland and I was like, Poland's cool, but everyone's Polish. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or I feel so, we even on Kosciuszko Street. Like, yeah. we're, like, yeah. we're, like everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I follow with this. Yeah, that's <laughs> one of the things like, because I, I, I used to travel a lot more and that's one of the things about Brooklyn, I feel, is that you can travel just by walking down the street. For you real? Know? Like, yeah, we go, my boyfriend and I go on walks, like, we walk from here to, like, Coney Island. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're in Africa, all of a sudden you're in China, all of a sudden you're in the Middle East. Like, right, right. And that's priceless to me, so that's mm-hmm. one of the things that kind of, like, kept me committed right. um, to Brooklyn. Okay, that, that's, you know what I'm saying, like, it's interesting, right, when that go, gives us the perspective, that's one of the things that I think makes it hard for me sometimes to really, because, you know, to go, to just leave abroad, right, just bootstrap, just bounce, whatever, that takes time and dedication, right, and, you know, uh, and, so, and you gotta get excited about something in particular, right, you know, on top of that, but when it's, like, so, you can either, A, guess what may be out at this particular random country, mm-hmm. or you can go what you know is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. it's so diverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember there was a point I ran a marathon, and we ran through the whole city. Mm-hmm. And throughout the whole marathon, people were playing, like, there were bands of many different types oh, of genres ah, playing to support it. And you really get it, like, a refresher of, like, how, uh, what abundance of creativity and different types of communities and perspectives there are. Uh, all right, so on a separate note, uh, quick, you know, quick question about like, uh, about like, so if, so if we go out to live in gallery, right? For one, let me just say, y'all clean up nice. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, you know, you got your experiences or whatever, right? And, um, you know, you've, you've done many different types of like events or whatever. And, you, you know, I'm sure you've learned a lot about others and yourself and art and ways to like, you know, bring people together. Um, is there anything you're particularly thinking about as far as the future, like living gallery or any particular plans to you as an artist or, you know, I consider an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or something like that, uh, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, you can feel free to, you know, uh, chime in on that or if you leave, want to leave that open-ended, mm-hmm. I dig that too, you know what well, I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, the gallery, again, it's a platform, so if people just come and, and promote something, like, it's just a platform for dreams to come true, mm-hmm. so the not knowing is what keeps me in, in into it, you know, right, regarding right. the gallery. Regarding myself, I definitely want to um, draw more. I'm actually starting, <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens, but I'm starting a clothing line. Um, it's called Truth by Nissa, and basically the, um, the, the philosophy is to just remind, it's like clothes and then it says text on it. So the text is to remind us that we're all, we're all in this together and mm-hmm. we're just mortal. We're animals. We're fucking animals. I'm sick of people thinking that they're, like, not an animal. And, like, that's the only thing that helps me cope with, like, my mortality is realizing Mm. that I'm just an animal. Mm. 
Word. So like one shirt just says like I am going to die. <laughs> nah, so we'll see what happens with that. But my dad really dug it, which was weird, and he's like, I'm going to invest in this. Hey. So I'm tech. You know, what, even these words like clothing line launching, but right, like maybe right. do something like for February Fashion Week here. Bro, no lie, I encourage that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, you know, uh, as far as titles, you know, like designers and like mm-hmm. launches, yeah. or whatever. I think it kind of like make people feel divided or whether they totally. can or cannot, yeah. you know, get into it. You feel me? Yeah. Word. So I definitely encourage that. Yeah. I look forward to seeing some dope oh, photo yeah. shoots or whoever yeah. decides to like, definitely. you know, what I'm saying model that. Yeah. Uh, next question. Um, so how did you like? How long have you known Jose? Jose Castillo. Um, I guess like a year. About a year? How'd you, how'd you two meet? Three years. About three years? Since I moved here. Oh yeah, we know, well since, I, since the gallery we met, I mean, I was thinking like, no. Yeah. But yeah, we met pretty much when I opened. Hey, yo, 2013. Jose. Yo, you, you want to pull up a chair? I would like for you to pull up a chair, but if you want to take a graceful bow out, I'll respect it, but I'll just put you on blast about it. But I respect it. <laughs> you want to grab a chair? No one can even see you. You don't get out of here with your Kanye sweater. <laughs> yeah, this is my boy. <laughs> this is Givenchy, 1500. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I about to be like, you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Kanye fan? <laughs> what? We're Are having, you a Kanye fan? We're having a really funny show here this uh, Saturday. It's called Drake Day. That's hilarious. I'm coming. Drake Day. Oh. I'm I'm not about it. I'm not not about it. I'm not. It's just a rental. But Drake ah. is a very is a real thing. Yes, it is. Draking is a very real thing. I got a tag. You yeah. caught in your emotions and you're very emotional over a spouse. That's draking. <laughs> like um, zero to Drake. I don't really Drake. know anything about him except I just, the only video I ever watched was like the one where his face is morphed into other people and I was just like, how can people take this guy seriously? For real? This is like really oh, weird. He's Ellen DeGeneres. What, what, what he video? He turns into Miley oh. Cyrus. What video was this? Um, was, was it a highlight link? I think it's Pretty Pink Condoms. Oh my God. Pretty Pink. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that it's going to be cool. See, one thing that keeps, <laughs> one thing that's important to know, like to be like a Drake fan, you also, because I'm a Drake fan, mm-hmm. right? But one thing that's important about being a Drake fan, right, is knowing what not to listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to keep liking him. So I'll be like, yeah. all right, I'm just going to not listen to that. That sounds. Yeah. I think people who are passionate <laughs> about things. Alright, alright. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, and, you know, I hope you don't mind, like, because it's hard to really talk about you and then Jose be here and not like kind of like, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, talk um, about Jose, talk about a couple of things, you know, um, because yeah. no lie, I, I, both of you, you know, I've been, you know, what I'm saying like, um, I'm, I consider myself like a student of art, you know, what I'm saying so I can see you guys as really big, uh, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying antagonists within, like, you know, what I'm saying as far as like exercising what's possible in, in, in the art community, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying so like. Real quick, how did how did y'all meet though? <laughs> um, well, I just remember, I remember right when I opened, you came to an event through jazz, probably right mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, you probably, you probably walked in. But, we, but even before you came in, I, I, back, like I knew. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna hit me. No, I think you knew. Um, I knew about you guys because um, Matthew Silver probably him and I were roommates. I don't friends. know. I just remember because like you guys are you guys did stuff with kids and community stuff, mm-hmm. and it was like a, a really similar philosophy as to us, and so we were hyped like to check out check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that was one of the, the first things I remember. Okay. Um, I feel like. Um, 
you know, people always have the best intentions, but they don't know how to really connect with the community. Right. And I hate the word community because I feel like it's empty rhetoric. It mm. like over romanticizes like Ooh. the neighbors around us. Well, yeah. What What does that even mean? Yeah. Right. Right. Community. I mean, like, yeah. I'm, we're sitting. Is this a community? Us three. Right. You know right, what I right. mean. So it's. I think. I think that's one of the biggest issues. Again, regarding community, are these word language? I think language gets in the way a lot. People say things like gentrification. Yeah. People say things like community. People right. say things even like help. The word help. I realize right. you cannot say that word. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. You can say celebrate. Right. I've been saying celebrate more. So that's mm. one of uh, like the biggest things I've been learning. You right. know, is like, yeah, definitely words can. I'm and the best, the best intentions, you know, I've seen a lot of art galleries open and close. Mm-hmm. And then um, I heard from, I think, Cavalier, or a lot of people from different circles saying, because like, Living Gallery existed before this as well. You were in a different space before, yeah. right? So I heard good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard really good things. The Loom. Yeah. Exactly. The Loom. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really interesting to see that Broadway and actually did a bunch of films with Matthew Silver in this neighborhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Goodbye Blue Monday was really lit. I'm sure y'all got a summons for that. And no, no, it was guerrilla style. And then above Goodbye Blue Monday was a photo studio that my friend ran for a while. They did and yoga in there too, right? Yeah, they did yeah. yoga and everything. But it's just this whole neighborhood changed. Mm. But it's good to see this place still intact. And yeah. a lot of people tell me, like, hey, Jose, you want to go to a drinking bar tonight? I said, yeah, where? Living Gallery. <laughs> like, I hear about the space and from different people, not even just in Brooklyn. So it's, it's good to see that. Right. Um, just happening, yeah. You're preparing for a solo show, too, right? Right now? Yeah, so Max, right? <laughs> Yo. Yeah, yeah. We painted the front of the gate. We're we're we rotate artists who paint the front of the gate. Um, we're looking for someone new who wants to paint the front okay. of the gate now. Okay. Um, and so at, once a month we um, because the, the way the gallery makes money is by renting the space out, mm-hmm. which we don't actually curate those. I mean, we curate who we rent it to. Right. And by that I mean if they're nice, <laughs> I'll, right. I'll rent it to them. Right. Right. But, um, <laughs> But, but yeah, then we try to like give back in the sense of like having a one night pop up solo show for emer- basic, mainly emerging artists. Like if you've already had like a ton of shows and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, we still probably be down, but it's, it's more to give people an opportunity who haven't right. really had a solo show. Or but it just helps you know they know how to execute. Totally. I mean, this right. is gorgeous right, right now. Right. I'm <laughs> away. Like, it's so well. This um, is dope though. I ain't gonna lie. Max is getting it popping yeah, right so now. So Max is popping. <laughs> Um, and he also does this other really rad project. Um, oh, the Star Project? Yeah. yeah. You got cards, right? Yeah. Um, he's very much about like you know live painting and, and, and incorporating people and creating. Because I feel like one of the elements as a business owner, but also as an artist, is like competition. And I remember when I first, and this is like, might sound really weird, but I remember like when I first realized there was competition in the art, in art. I didn't. Under, it didn't make sense to me because right, 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 because it's not like you're running a race where you're like right, both have line. a you know or like you're assigned like it, they're so different. How can you compare? Right, right, right. Like, right. There's it, and so I still don't like to me and that's my biggest thing. That's why we do things like BYOR or like I still don't really get it. Like BYOR. BYO art. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, okay. we just we just had one two Mondays ago, but it's like this element of competition. It's like if you're a good artist and you dig what you do, right. there is no competition. There's only there's only difference. Right? right? right, right so right. 
So, so I feel like that's like a, a big thing that we try to promote here is just like not being, it's not, there's no competition. Right, right. We're all different, you know, we're all equals and different. And different. What, what, what made you name it Living Gallery? Yeah. Um, well, I actually had an exhibition called The Living Exhibition at the Loom. I was curating things in like the lobby area there. And the, the philosophy was um, each artist would get like a little area and then they could rotate throughout the exhibition. So from the beginning to the end, the exhibition would actually change. That's fine. So, <laughs> yeah, so so also because it's like, sometimes you put one thing up and then you do something else and you're like, I wish I could have hung this, you right. know? So like, right. and, and also then the closing exhibition would actually be something people would want to go to because it would be different. Right. And I was, actually one of the first names I was going to do was Shark Breath. I thought it was so brilliant because it was like, do we even know if sharks have breath? Like, what does a shark's breath smell like? Because it's underwater. I was going through all these different ideas. Glad I didn't do shark breath, that's but the logo would have been really cool. Shark breath. <laughs> that's something that I would, I would like get in my head about if I was like, ah, something like that. But, uh, I would Google that something like that. Yeah. I would Google that. But uh, <laughs> but I think well, actually, Mike, but Mike, you were thinking about it. Mike, my boyfriend, was like, why not the living gallery after the living exhibition? And it fits perfectly because it is a space that's constantly growing and changing. And who knows, like. Who knows how long we'll physically be here? You right, know, right. one of the one of the ideas is to have a home base, but also get like a trailer and just travel and do pop up shows, pop up workshops, free classes. Look, Max digs so that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my dream. So it's like it's like a living it's a living gallery. It's 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 alive. It has its own life, also in a sense that it's not mine. Right, right. It. Like it really breathes and exists on itself, and it's just like a living thing. You know. I hear that. That was actually like. Um, you know, saying um, that landed nicely at the end of that description. Um, all right, so we'll we'll probably end up closing. Probably, we'll probably like a, a you know a final question or a, you know uh, one of them is is that that's my phone. That's your phone. You want me to turn it off? Uh, yeah. Of course. Shark I'm breath? sorry. I'm sorry. Um, shark breath. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a strand of weed. What yeah. is it? Can you read it again? Everything's a strand of weed. <laughs> 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 This indica, what was it? Indica, indica dominant hybrid comes from a DNA genetics and it's a cross of great white shark and lamb something. Wow. It's a Detroit team. That's, that's making me hungry. That though. sounds really thought out. Word. I want some shark and lamb. <laughs> shark and, shark lamb. and lamb. People eat shark, I'm sure. It's some tropical island. It's rubbery. Yeah? Of course you ate that shit before. I've eaten lamb brain before. For real? In Morocco. How did it taste? That shit was so good. You're lying. Did you it feel like so you were getting smarter after that? But the thing that is, shit? it was like the, the spices, it tasted just like kind of like curry lamb, you know. For real? Mm -hmm. The spice fucked it up. It was like very rich. It was like a dark chocolate meat. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I only had a spoonful and was just like, yo. Shit. You ever ate from the taco truck of the block? Yeah. Have you ever tried a cow tongue? I see so many people order no, cow tongue. No, I'm not, but like the it's texture I feel like would. Tongue is a huge, tongue and cheek are big things. Tongue and cheek. And like tacos. Ironic word. Yeah, I gotta try. I wanna try. I don't know if I have to be drunk for it or what. <laughs> <laughs> Probably really stoned and really hungry, and that's the only thing on the menu. Yeah, for real. Like, <laughs> serve it to me, then tell me what it is. Like, or if you're gonna cook it and prepare it for me, I don't wanna recognize it. I don't wanna see a tongue and know what's a tongue. Like texturally, like, that would be weird. Texturally, yeah. yeah. So I can imagine being stoned and eating. Word. You're oh. paranoid sober, so I can only imagine. You probably get confused. Like, what if you start chewing your own tongue and you think? <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. That's probably acid. That's acid. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> 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 like walking. Yeah. Delicious. Chocolate. Chocolate. 
just bleeding out. Oh, man. I considered it to be. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, uh, so like, kid, like, so looking back, can you like reflect on like some of your most defining moments or events or you know what I'm saying or collaborations? You know, what I'm saying during your time being here um, via Living Gallery. Or well, Jose was one of my most. Uh, oh, you're saying that because you're here right now. Nah. One of my <laughs> most. Um, you know, when we were talking about you know just language and, and opinions and everything, you know, I've learned. I've learned a lot. I've learned that, you know, you, you have to let a lot of it roll off your shoulders, but you also have to do everything you can do to kind of, like, be positive. Right. And try to communicate physically. I feel like one of the biggest, one of my biggest, uh, I think, issues is social media and words in social media. And people say things. I actually had this, like, realization that I think people say things that they actually don't mean. Right, but right. But it's just they're bored. Right. And it's just there. And they yeah, just literally yeah. don't even... It's like, if you... If I was sitting in front of you, you wouldn't even say that. Right. Because not because you'd be afraid, but you actually don't mean it. Right. You don't even feel that way to the way that words <laughs> say. Yeah. Like, you like don't realize you what know, your words are saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I feel like um, my biggest thing is, you know, just making sure... You know, I, I don't know, I guess this is like going off in a few, but yeah, cool, just cool. learning how to deal with, you know, um, criticism in a positive way, turning it into a, a learning experience, turning it into something constructive and uh, is very hard and I still like cry if someone says something mean to me. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, you know, that's the thing is it's like I'm, I'm stronger maybe, but I'm still like, you know, a human. Um, right, right, but, right, right. So I'll still be sad, but just learning how to... Um, really put myself in other people's shoes and, and listen to them and realize that there a lot, lot is lost in translation and that you know going and trying to talk to the source physically and being physical like you know talking to people like right. where you can touch them is like right. very important you it know really is, and especially today um, that's why if anyone ever says anything like that they're offended or anything like that I, I, I say my door is open let's talk right. in person right you know? right right and they never come. <laughs> they never what? They never come, you know. <laughs> but, you know, of course that's, not. That's, my, that's my mentality, you know. And it's like, mm. I'm, I'm always open to constructive criticism, you mm. know, uh, even if I really don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, nah, I feel you. I feel you. It's yeah. the ability to deal with those tense things. Well, all right. Well, you know what I'm saying? I know you're a very busy woman. You know what I'm saying? You're getting ready for, like, you know, a solo show that looks really nice. That looks so oh, much Drake. Drake Day. <laughs> Drake, I, I will Drake, be there. Drake, Drake. I got a Drake shirt. Ayo, shout out to you, Jose. Shout out to Maximilian Mueller, uh, New York City-based artist and designer. You can check him out also at Mueller Studios on Twitter, at Mueller Studios. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-S-T-U-D-I-S. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to post this anyway. Um, I'm going to post Living Gallery stuff as well. You know what I'm saying? And you already know Jose. I, I've been trying to interview Jose for like years now. He's been ducking me. Yeah, know. It's because he wears his hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I wear my hoodie? Looking like Sith? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> it's like one of the, it's like when you interview like convicts or something and their faces are blurred. <laughs> the mask. Like, yeah, they're wearing a mask. You the voice cloak? Yeah, yeah, totally. I felt no remorse when I killed you. <laughs> 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 it, it, it can do it, it can do yeah. it. Really.
so can you just tell, tell me about those two things one more time though? Um, cool, so I started, or I started volunteering and curating a sculpture garden down the street, and it's a community garden, and basically it's, it's a beautiful space, but no one was really keeping gallery hours, I mean garden hours and stuff like that. Right, right, right. And, um, and so I just started doing it two years ago, and we've done things like uh, worked with the Bushwick Food Co-op, we've done um, free barbecues and like discussions there, and um, we've done giveaway school art supplies for kids, mm. and like uh, clothing drives and stuff like that there as well. And we're gonna do like a ho- uh, like a Halloween thing. Oh, what? So if anyone, and if anyone wants to get involved, like email me because we're always like we need volunteers. That's dope for sure. Well, uh, and you're talking about like with that, you're saying the Halloween thing or just in just general? Just any general. In general. We need, like basically, I mean, it's your garden. Right. Like that's right. what it's it's our garden, it's your right? garden. It's and garden. you can have a key if you want to have a key and you right. can have a sculpture and if you want to have a sculpture and yes. you can do whatever you want to do. That's right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. You're bomb, son.